It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to another Best Supporting After Show where we continue to queen out on all things Best Supporting Actress. Sometimes we even talk about awards. Occasionally we play games. We usually catch up on things we've been watching. We always end with the BSA of the week. And then I usually just leave before the episode's over. And uh, <laughs> and I'm still Colin. And I'm still Nick. And uh, we are on the, the, the back half or the back end of a holiday weekend, and I know you had a very spooky 4th of July in Erie, Pennsylvania, so uh, how was it? It was great. It was, um, uh, I'm trying to think of like what we did each day. So the first, uh, overall, it was lovely, as far as just like from like a broad stroke. Like it was the the things that we typically do, we did. We had a couple things. We went mini golfing. Mm. Uh, which was cool um, in Pittsburgh, or at least in Pennsylvania, we call it putt putt golfing. Have you heard of that? I have heard the expression putt putt. Yeah, I okay. I okay. tend to say mini golf, but if someone said yes. putt putt, I'd be like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I came in first place. I was very proud of myself because oh. I'm uh, with the, quite the competitive bunch. Uh, we all like to win in our group, except Keon. He's just there for the ride. He's always, you know. Perfectly, but sometimes you got to watch out for him. He seems like he doesn't mm-hmm. care, but then he'll swoop in Don't be fooled. and beat everyone. Yeah. yeah, and there's this game we played on Friday night. Um, it's it's I, I, if you've if you've heard of this game, like tweet me or write us an email because I love it. And I'm not like a board games guy. Like I stick to the classics, but I don't really love like I don't game. I don't seek out board games or new board games. But it's a game called Carbles. Have you heard of this, Colin, at all? I've heard of Carbuncles, but I don't know what Carbuncles Ooh, is. there we go. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, if I was to like describe it, it's like um, the game Sorry, but with more rules, and it's like a card game rather than uh, like uh, with a dice. It, it, it's not really worth going into detail, of course, but it is the most, without question, it's like the most coveted win of the weekend in Erie. Every time we play, there's typically like bloodshed. Mm. Um, but like in a fun way, I would say. But sometimes, you know, feelings get hurt, <laughs> especially because it's there's a lot of like hijinks that can happen, like sending people home and really being strategic. Um, but my team won. I was uh, paired up with Jamie's boyfriend, Vic, and we were victorious and I uh, felt pretty good. Oh, thank God. Oh, because yeah. I feel like it would have been a long car ride home if you did not win car balls. <laughs> I yeah. I know. It's, uh, but it's fun. I hope some of the listeners have played that before because it's, I will play it any day of the week. It's a lot of fun. Oh, well, fun. Well, I will yeah. Google it because I have never heard of it. Um, yeah. Well, that's great. And were there, were there fireworks? Was that a part of the, the weekend? 
yeah, there were fireworks. We didn't go anywhere because the the where they live, like it's kind of close to Waldemere, that theme park in Erie. Mm-hmm. And there were like surprisingly a lot of neighbors that were setting off some pretty decent fireworks. I was like, how much does this cost? I just feel. Ugh, it's like such a waste of money. But, you yeah. know, uh, it gave us some entertainment for sure. And so that happened on Sunday, of course. And it was like just enough. Like I could I could take or leave fireworks. I've, I've seen a lot of fireworks in my day. It, it doesn't excite me as it much as much as it did when I was a kid. You know, I hear you. Yeah, I. Yeah, there were. I mean, I could from one of the upstairs windows, I could kind of see some of the fireworks in the distance yes. over some of the buildings. Like if I was in a taller building where I was like out on the roof, like I probably have a pretty good view. But, you know, I got to tell you, I and I think we, we, we talked about this last week. I I the idea of like trying to make something happen. I was like, oh, I don't I don't have the energy for this. Like to me, Fourth of July was like gay pride. I was like, oh, God, like the idea of needing to like, you know, do anything more than eat something red, white and blue. Yeah. Coordinate. Sure, yeah. 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 Uh, and even then I didn't even do that. So. Um, because I, I don't know, like last week I had a surprisingly busy week. And so by the time I got to the weekend, I was like, yeah. I don't want to do anything. And then by Sunday I had like, you know, podcasting stuff to do. So while the fireworks were going off in the distance, I think I was like editing a, a, a recap of all stars six for all right, Mary or something like that. Like got I was it. just, you know, um, or, I, or something. I was doing something that was not 4th of July related. And I was like, you know, I I think I, I know it's 2021 and we're all supposed to be doing this narrative that like, you know, we're back, America. But like, mm-hmm. ugh, I'm not. I'll get, catch me on the next round, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I feel added pressure. And I feel like I, I can speak for you partially with this, too, like as you know, uh, introverts who have extroverted, you know, bursts every once in a while. Like it's, I was never, I was never really here anyway. You know what I mean? Like I didn't go Mm -hmm. away. I was just like, this is once quarantine started, I was like, okay, I'm fine with this. Yeah. And and now like the, the added, uh, maybe pressure is not the right word, but like, it's, you feel like you have to take advantage of it because so much was taken away from us last year as far as like free time and like spending, you know, going out and doing things. And uh, where's the rush is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> where's the rush? Exactly. We had decades upon decades to be stuck in large crowds and to hate each other in public and, you know, to, to, yeah, to have all of that. I'm okay to take another year off from it, you know? Uh, yeah. Especially with your summer, like your, your retired summer retirement yeah. summer oh my god i'm just like a the, the longer it goes on i thought you know because it's been over a month of retirement now and yes. i am just turning mushier i am turning mushier and mushier it could be the food that i'm eating because i do now have uh overnight oats in my life uh Whoa. as some may remember from last week's <laughs> best supporting after show one of my one of my BSAs of the week was designer food because I had, you know, daily harvest and what I was calling overnight oats, but it's actually oats overnight. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I subs- you know, subscribed or I bought, you know, a couple of packs or whatever. Anyway, th- I've now experienced both a week of some daily harvest meals and some overnight oats. And 
Uh, we'll start with Daily Harvest. Uh, I haven't decided if I want to call it Daily Barf Fest or Daily Garbage. But Ooh. I either way, I... I don't like it. It's disgusting. Like, Daily Harvest makes me not like food. It makes me mad that this is what food could taste like. It's so bad. Like, I had one smoothie that I thought was decent, but then I had another one that I was like, ugh, this tastes like grass clippings. And don't even get me started yeah. on the flatbread. Oh, my God. It was it was just <laughs> awful. And the, oh, oh, here's the worst one. The apple cinnamon oatmeal oat bowl i was like oh this could be fun well i like the idea of it until i realized it had cauliflower in it whoa and it, and you could tell it was so gross i even tried putting peanut butter or almond butter in it and it was just like well almond butter and cauliflower is a disgusting combination yeah cauliflower is it's a pretty potent vegetable it's right up there with broccoli and in cases in some cases i feel like it's worse than broccoli when you open up that container Ugh. of like you know Ugh. yeah it's farts sticks. upon farts it's yeah terrible. yeah it is just it, it's all nursing home smells and so i just yes uh so that was a real bummer and i think so i i think my my days of daily harvest have uh the crops have gone dry. Uh, we're yeah. done. We're done. Uh, as for the overnight oats overnight, uh, you know, as I think I texted with you, it's unlike just putting oats and, and, you know, milk in a, in a jar overnight. It's more of this like powdered thing that you kind of, you sort of drink it. it like basically you do oh, the yeah. same thing where you add the, the oats and almond milk or whatever, and you put it in this little shaker and you sits overnight much like the name suggests and the next morning you got oatmeal but it's like cold drinkable oatmeal and at first i was like i don't know about this and i've had two of them so far and and i like it but you do have to it was one of those things where as i was eating it or drinking it whatever this morning i started to get into my head imagining it was something else and i started to gross myself out Based on just texture, and I and I won't go into detail because it's disgusting. Sure, but I, yeah. it's one of those foods that if you think about it too long, you'll gross yourself out. But if you don't think about it too long, it's actually pretty good, and it'll keep you pretty full for a while. That's in I, that's interesting. I feel like I get that way sometimes about like over easy eggs and yes. like chicken wings. Yes, <laughs> it's the same idea. But I still love them. Yeah, but uh -huh. like if I eat a lot of if I like over easy eggs like three days in a row i'm like ugh, i can't do this anymore right um interesting okay so well, i mean at least it's better than daily harvest so oh, that's, yeah. it is a win by all means but you're still you've only had two couple more the packaging is really uh cute the packaging like, is cute are bright. yeah the flavoring is pretty good i just yeah i'm i don't know i'm trying to find i you know it, it's not hard to find healthy options you just have to be like creative you know you don't have to turn to designer food i just thought i would yes. see what happened if i let somebody else do all the thinking and what i realized is like i don't like i don't like the way they think and um <laughs> daily harvest is awful it's just so gross so uh if there's anybody listening who's had success with daily harvest maybe i'm doing it wrong but uh i'm hoping someone will write it and say yeah i'm gonna agree with daily bar fest as the way to describe it bar fest yeah. yes uh, well, I'm sorry, but also uh, encouraged to hear that the o 
votes overnight is, uh, you know, uh, yeah. a mildly successful win for the week. I yeah, think. nothing to lose sleep over, but not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. You know, I... Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, I don't I have a, a loose agenda of things I want to talk about today, but I had my first movie theater experience uh, <gasps> since March of 2020. Well, wow. On Friday, uh, this this listener of All Right Mary's, Ben, who is a podcast producer who I hung out with once before, and he invited me to go with a couple of his friends to go see this movie, Zola. Have you heard of this? It's this movie that's based on a Twitter thread. I've heard of the title for sure. Like I've seen it somewhere on Instagram or IMDb, but um, tell me more. It was, you know, I mean, the movie was good, not great. I'd give it a B plus. I thought it was pretty good. I thought when it was over, I was like, oh, it's over. Okay. But it was good. Um, Naturally, the idea of like meeting somebody and their friends who I'd never met before for a social engagement, you know, I was, you know, terrified but everyone was sure. super nice and it was fine and you know that's just always my social anxiety uh yeah the experience of watching a movie in the movie theater and it wasn't one of those like alamo draft house or like dine-in movie theaters with recliners or anything like that it was at uh bam the brooklyn arts yeah I know academy bam. of music arts academy of music yes. but they have a movie theater and um it's just traditional seating and my takeaway was like, oh, like it wasn't a packed theater, but I definitely had people all around me. And I realized that like 20 minutes in, I was like, oh, I'm kind of uncomfortable. I wish I could lay down right now. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I wish I could hit my vape pen right now, but I can't. Oh, and I'm so nice. yeah. used to watching a movie. And oh, if, if I yeah. want to lay down, if I want to smoke a little weed, if I want to uh eat a snack if i want to look at my phone all of that is an option you can't do that in a movie theater that's interesting yeah so let me tell you everyone who's like crying tears of joy because we're we're back in a regal like think twice america maybe just buy a bigger television because like watching movies at home with like some exceptions because some movies are better to watch in the theaters but watching movies at home is uh Turns out, more fun. Yeah, I would imagine. It's almost like the same thing with working from home. It's like you can do, I mean, hopefully you're not smoking while you're working, but also, you know, like it's just the stuff that you can get away with when you work at home or watch a movie at home. You cannot when you're in. Like, I think it's, it's kind of inspiring me to not necessarily not go to the movie theater, but like, I really want to make sure that like, if I'm going to go to the movie theater, it's going to be something that I'm, I'm really going to be invested in and have to have a reclining seat, I think. And maybe yeah. a Coke. Oh yeah. Snacks. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, my feelings on movie snacks and I know, the I, fact I know now I know that, better. Yes. <laughs> the fact that you went in the Heights empty handed, <laughs> Uh, you didn't stop at a bodega or nothing. Uh, I know. Yeah. The, yeah. The, a bacon, egg and cheese. Yeah. 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 The next time you see a movie in a movie theater, you know, you better have a, a, a seven course <laughs> tasting menu. Yeah. <laughs> I better see someone wheeling in a turkey at some point an hour in to carve you a slice. Have you seen the, it was an episode of Broad City, like I think in the last season where it was like Alana and Abby went to like, I think a Broadway show and the 
Alana opened up her coat, and it would, they were with Alana's parents too, which is great because we love Susie. Esmond. Oh yeah, and she opens up her coat, and it's like a full Chinese dinner oh, with like God. chopsticks and bowls. It was amazing. It was so perfect. I would not want to be near them at all. Like I would hate being around them, but it was it was great. Like the sight gag was perfect. I but, haven't seen the last season yet, so I'll have to watch that. Oh, but, it's great. Yeah, uh, I think it's in the last season, but it's it's on slow mo too, which makes it funnier. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. What that makes me think of, this is random, is a couple weeks ago, because now I have Paramount Plus, is yes. I watched the the roast of Bob Saget. I, oh, fun. I love a roast. I love a good roast. I, and this one, it was pretty funny. They had, um, some were better than others, obviously, but one of yes. the roasters was Cloris Leachman, which was fun. And oh, wow. I think one of my favorite jokes of hers because uh, Susie Espen was there as well, and I think they were, like, the only two female roasters. And so when Cloris was up there, she, like, turns to the rest of the, you know, uh, the panel, and she just looks over and she goes, so uh, which one of you fellas is Susie Espen? <laughs> I just... Like, <laughs> yeah. Which one of you fellas is Susie Espen? I just... It was oh, such a that great is joke. <laughs> gold. Yes. It was so good. Um, but anyway, that's what that made me think of when I think when you said Susie Essman. Um Ugh. Well, uh any other anything else you've seen or anything else that you had on your agenda that you wanted to talk about this week? No, it's been pretty light because we recorded the best supporting after show on Thursday of last week, not on Tuesday. So th- it hasn't been as much time for me. And then we went to Erie and it was just jam-packed and Keon started watching, um, oh Lord, I'm going to forget the title, Cruel Summer on Netflix. Oh. Everyone's talking about Cruel Summer. So he, I was kind of, you know, in the room and I, you know, like kind of standing and watching, but also like not as invested, but I know it's like the hot summer show. Yeah. So there's that. I, I mean, I know Amanda and Jody did an episode on it. I know they were obsessed with it. And so uh, it's been on my list, but I think, you know, it's. 42 minute episodes come on now like oof you know i could fit i could fit two 21 minute episode shows into that space what do you yeah, got watch broad city instead yeah yeah, yeah. yeah what you got so uh <laughs> i could watch a couple old untucked you know like there we go come on uh yeah i hear you i speaking of untucked i know i feel like all i've been watching lately is drag race because just you know high season of recapping drag race right now yes uh but all-star six is a lot of fun did you watch the most recent episode i have yes that was the one that was spoiled for me oh yeah i was sad but that lip sync Um, i mean oh the lip sync was great and just seeing laganja again and like a really really great sort of redemption moment like without being on the show i think that was probably the most um, I don't know, the most excited I've been for a lip sync assassin. Yeah. And just like the grandiosity of her entrance and everything else and, you know, TKB. And it was it was truly a great episode. Yeah, it was a great moment. Um, once again, should you ever have the time or the interest and in anyone listening, Drag Race España, Drag Race Spain, just to make sure everyone knows what I'm saying, uh, is phenomenal one of my top five favorite drag race seasons and i have watched and recapped most of them so yeah uh, for whatever that's worth uh i it is just so fucking good across the board so um but yeah i've been watching a lot of all of of drag race and then 
for Patreon, for All Right Mary, we are blasting through season one of Jersey Shore. Ugh, that's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, we've, so we're doing three episodes an episode, similar to what we're doing with get, Getting On. Um, Johnny's going on vacation this week, so we've already recorded our recap of the, you know, second batch of episodes. So, like, this weekend, oh, nice. I mean, I just, like, had to watch just, like, you know, five hours of Jersey Shore twice. You know, and take Ugh. notes for these episodes, but yes, uh, I'm. I wasn't. You know, I was like, I, I wasn't sure how we were going to approach an all right, Mary. Like, I wasn't sure like where we yeah, were going to go yeah. with it. But uh, it's been like really fun, and I've really enjoyed like exploring the world of the Jersey Shore characters, and you know, uh, as problematic as they are, it's also like okay, but what if we just saw them as like characters on a TV show and didn't worry about the like gender politics of what's happening here. Yeah. You know? The Jersey drag. Of it yeah. All. Yes. Yeah. It's so, great. um, but it's, I mean, God, what a, what an epic season of television. It's just insane. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. yeah. Other than that, you know, I just watched this sort of classic black and white, uh, thriller last night called the desperate hours that was very enjoyable i recommend anybody listening who wants like a a, i'm just like the the uh, an exciting you know pot boiler black and white movie from the 40s or 50s is just like hitting the spot for me these days so yeah uh, it seems to be like your niche yeah there's just i watched another one called like my name is julia ross or something like that and it was (laughs) Uh, and I didn't think it was going to be anything special. And I think the movie all told was like an hour and five minutes or something like that. Like it was great. And it just like starts mm. right away. And I got so sucked in. It, it was, there's such an escapism to that kind of movie that I um, yeah. really, really enjoyed. Um, the only other thing on my list before I get to the BSA of the week is I have not watched it yet, but I will. Uh, there are these Fear Street movies on Netflix, and I don't know what the BSA of it all is in terms of lady acting. I haven't even gotten that far, but um, a random question for you. Were you a Fear Street kid? Did you read Fear Street when you were when you were younger? Or Goosebumps, yeah. if you will? I was just, just going to say, it's like I feel like their sister you know, series. Um, I remember Fear Street. I don't think I read one of them. Like any of them is what I mean to say, but I mm-hmm. was a Goosebumps gal through and through. For oh, sure. all right, I loved it. Yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, but of, that's cool. That's exciting for Fear Street. Yeah, yeah. So that's you know. Uh, so I'll probably watch those. I'm sure I'll have some thoughts on those. I still will not watch Ted Lasso. I don't care what you tell me. Uh, I'm I'm trying. I think I might do it this week. Who yeah, knows? one of us needs to just pull the trigger and yeah. watch the show so that the other one can get you know lassoed in you know there we go you know what i did find out though is uh, the bsa most likely going to win the emmy this year hannah hannah waddington waddingham waddingham yeah oh goodness i don't know why i'm struggling with that she played the witch in into the woods when they did it in central park like that very like like the woodsy sort of uh, interpretation of it. I can't remember anyone else that was cast in that production, but like, I want to say three or four years ago. So she's a singer too. Wow. I mean, so, so we're going to watch this show and be like, Oh my God, she's a queen. Move over. John. Yeah. We're going to find out all these. Yeah. But that was something that piqued my interest. I was like, Whoa. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, I throw that out there. You know, maybe this week we will try to watch 
an episode between the two of us. Maybe I'll watch the first like 15 minutes and you take the next 15 minutes or however it breaks up. Um, but God willing, we're going to get through an episode of Todd, of Todd Lasso. I'm going to watch Todd Lasso by accident. Because <laughs> yeah. uh. I uh, today I was going through, you know, subscriptions and shit that I keep forgetting mm. to cancel. And I, I, I let an audible get the best of me. But I did buy... Casey Wilson's audiobook, like the essays that we were talking about. Oh, so I'm excited to dig into that. Um, but I canceled it and, you know, because I feel like that's like 13 bucks a month. And if I can yeah. pay 13 bucks for Audible, we can certainly get Apple TV. So, yeah, that's where my coins are going to go. And uh, we'll see what happens next week. All right. Well, stay tuned, folks. We might keep our word yeah. and watch or read something that we will probably enjoy if only we watched or read it. So, uh, which is kind of our ongoing problem, but sometimes we do watch and read things that we love and sometimes we eat things we love and we do things we love and those things become our BSA of the week. Uh, and which of course, as I just explained, is an actor or performance of food or a song or a thing or anything in our lives is acting as the best supporting actress in our lives. What is your BSA of the week and or some nominees? I only have a BSA the week, and I am glad to go first. Go for um, it, unless you wanted to jump in. That's I've fun. been I've been prattling on a lot. Well, you, you go for it. Shut me up. <laughs> it's really random, and I'm just obsessed with it. It is. It's a song, which I think I'm going to play a little bit at the end of the episode. I know, like many moons ago, I think on our first best supporting after show. We said if there was ever like a song or like a clip or something that we could just like insert it at the end. So I'm going to I'm definitely going to do it for this episode. It is a song from a 2009 Alicia Keys album um, called Put It In A Love Song featuring Beyonce. Uh, the album is called The Element of Freedom. And I am obsessed with it. I, I, I think in some... <sighs> I feel like I've heard it before, and every time I hear it, I'm like, what is that song? But I could never, I didn't have the resources to, like, ask, you know, I might have been at a restaurant or a bar or something like mm -hmm. that. And it popped up on a TikTok, and Keon, of course, he knows so much music. He said, I think it's an Alicia Keys song, and that's, and it sounds more like a Beyonce song than an, than an Alicia Keys song. It's an unlikely duo, but it, it does work. But I am just... I've listened to it no less than 600 times like, wow. ever since last week. I I love it. It's always in my head. There is a great um, So You Think You Can Dance samba uh, version of it uh, with Caitlin and Mitchell, who were on season eight, which is the Melanie Moore season, if anyone's a So You Think You Can Dance uh, aficionado. I remember that season. Are you a So You Think You Can Dance person? No, I do not or think I can dance. does that make you like cringe? Yeah. Okay. Well, I <laughs> I would watch it. I would watch it. I think it just never, uh, it, it never cha-cha'd into my life, you know? Okay. I feel like there's like a small piece of your media diet or just like, you know, the, that has room for like some really powerful performances. Absolutely. Unless, yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's some good ones and I, I have not watched every season. I know it like obviously has gone on and, um, but Melanie Moore, who won that season, actually played Ermengarde when I saw Hello, Dolly! on Broadway. And yes, it was a Donna Murphy Tuesday, and it, she was incredible. Um, mm. But I, the, the samba is so sexy, and the guy in it is so good. It's like, it's just great. And I'm going to put a link to it in the episode uh, description. So if anyone cares <laughs> about Put It In A Love Song, 
uh, Alicia Keys featuring Beyonce, 2009, uh, you know, at me, because I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, I'm going to put it in a, a favorites list on Spotify. Yes. So that I can listen to it after this. I have no idea it wasn't... Oh, she's oh, singing around. Oh, oh, there she goes. She's... We'll just go a little... <laughs> she was... Just a little... All right. Well, no, that's just a little preview. It's going to be at the there end of the episode. Is. Yeah, a little it's, sneak it's peek. Just a little, little sneak peek. Yeah, a little sneak peek. Uh, all right. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, so that's that's all I got. All I right. I love song. Um, uh, put it on the pizza. Have you seen that video? <laughs> we talked about put it on the pizza. No. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's now my BSA of the week is the Olsen, sing- the Olsen twins singing put it on the pizza. Oh uh, my god! I'll send that to you after the episode. We'll we'll do it. We'll do a whole episode <laughs> on the BSA because okay. there is a BSA of that video, and I won't tell you who it is, but I know you're gonna know who it is. So okay, I'm excited. Uh, I'll put it on the pizza anyway. Um, so my BSA of the week is another movie, another black and white movie. Uh, it's a movie that I had never heard of before, and I can not believe that it is not more well regarded or more well known. Because it really blew my mind. It's a movie from 1967 called The Incident. And it's hmm. uh, the description on IMDb is late one night, two young toughs hold hostage the passengers in one car of a New York subway train. And oh. one of those thugs is uh, in his movie debut is Martin Sheen, who, wow. you, you know, we, we both like. He probably looks great, yeah. He does. Oh, and he's incredible. I mean, he's just... Such a great actor. I, I, he is. He's just such a phenomenal actor. I, I really don't appreciate him enough. Uh, I'm just like, ugh, he's so great. He's so good. He's so yeah. good in that f- Frank and Gracie and the, you know, whatever it is, Grace the and American Frankie, President. American President, yes. uh, West Wing. Um, but it also has Ruby D in it. And she's oh, lovely. Love Ruby. Uh, yes. Thelma Ritter, who uh, is a uh, frequent BSA nominee and was in yes. All About Eve. Uh, a very young Bo Bridges, who I've never Ooh. been like, oh, Bo Bridges, but he's so good in it. Oh, my God. Nice. Um, I think in terms of, uh, I don't know if you know who Donna Mills is, but there's a young Donna Mills. Um, I've heard of Donna Mills. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a young Ed McMahon, which is pretty crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but anyway, it's it's such a good fucking movie. Like, it all just takes you know it's all just like watching all of these you know at first i was like oh is this gonna you know how long until i'm interested in this because you know it takes a while for the incident to happen um because there is like a build-up of like basically what the the sort of meeting each of these people who then eventually get onto this train car and then you know eventually everybody Mm. you know the incident explodes but it is so tense and so dark and like there's no you know uh there isn't the catharsis that you want or that you would expect from a movie like this. There's, oh, one of the characters is a gay man and like the way that character is written and played and it's just so haunting to watch because it's, you know, 1967 and he's, you know, there's just that like haunted, you know, tortured homosexual energy and they really just, um, and, you know, Ruby Dee and and her husband are like the only black people on the train and, you know, the the sort of racial tension there and watching it, I was like, oh no, I want to see the, you know, like 
you don't want to see, you know, like the husband gets really angry and starts to stand up to them, stand, stand up to them, and you don't want to see him back down. You know, like yeah. <clears throat> I feel like especially now there's just this sense of like we don't want to see narratives of like people not helping other people, you know, in these yeah. situations. But the whole point of the of the movie is that you know each of these people in the subway car is getting terrorized and no one else is helping them. You know, like even That's like such a great idea for a movie or a play even. Yes. Yeah, it does have a real like there's elements of it that I kept thinking, how would you do this as a play? It's mm-hmm. it's a fabulous movie. I found it on YouTube. It's really, really well done. Um, highly recommended. Really stuck with me. Uh, so strong, strong recommend the incident. I love that both of our BSAs of the week, because the one thing I was going to say is like, I have no clue why the song that I mentioned was not like a number one hit because it's mm-hmm. so good. So I'm just, it's, uh, we have this theme of like, you know, hidden gems from the past that should have been more highly regarded and just never got there. But yeah, uh, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> that's why we do BSA of the week is to just make sure uh, someone is giving these things credit. And, um, from Alicia Keys to Ruby D. From Alicia there Keys to Ruby D. That's the best supporting after show. And yeah. uh, the other thing about the best supporting after show is that we don't get played off on the best supporting after we show. We leave when we want to leave. And uh, I don't know. I kind of want to leave. Yeah, I think I'm ready. I, Keon said he's going to make me something. Uh, he's got a surprise cooking downstairs. Oh, I'm, my I'm excited. God. I don't know what it is. Wow. Well, I, I, wait. I, I feel bad for our listeners that they're not going to know the answer, but I expect a text message in a few minutes when you find out what it is. Yes. Uh, I, I, I go downstairs and there's a Daily Harvest box on the oh counter. My like, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You just start screaming. That's the real horror movie. Yeah. Right. That's, <laughs> that's the, the end- incident. Yeah. That's the incident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I love that. I love that as the stinger. Um, yes. Well, let me know because I won't be able to sleep. I will. Thank you. Uh, well, folks, we'll be back next week, of course, with our last installment of the Getting On Season 1 discussion. And um, I have no idea what the best supporting after show is going to be. It could even be a game again, you know? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So, uh, you'll have to find out. You'll have to listen and find out. See you next week. Bye. Bye.